straight heads, wax heads, kooks and barnies, corn rinses and vortex shamans, high priests of the cone zone, holy women of the monstro orb. It's time to pack your sleds, your fishing rods, your camping gear and your froth bucket. Chuck it in the wagon, point the thing for Waves Campground Crescent Head. Because this October 21 to 23, the first annual Swellness Summit presented by Greenlight is going down. It's a weekend of surfing connection, brotherhood and sisterhood of learning, listening, and their transference of wisdom from all corners of the surfing experience. The goal of the weekend is to arm you with the knowledge and the tools to make good choices, healthy choices, choices that benefit yourself and others to reconnect with the natural world and even improve your surfing. Once there, you'll experience the regenerative, the regenerative, the regenerative, fuck, the, the regenerative powers of meditation with the three-time world champion and all-time froth lord, Tom Carroll. You'll practice the martial arts techniques behind Brad Gerlach's wave key. You'll learn of resilience and mental fortitude from the Swellian Queens, Jodie Cooper and Pauline Mensa. And you'll pick up tips on permaculture and sustainable farming with Asher Pacey and Jarrah Tutton. Richie Vass will be there teaching discipline, self-defense techniques, and Johnny Gannon and others will be loading up the body if you want to get fit as well. I'm telling you, it's that and a whole lot more. We'll be doing giant Wim Hof workshops. Wait till you get a room full of 40 people on the Wim Hof program. Fully in, let it go. You'll never feel the same. You will just be buzzing out of your skin. We'll have ice bars on hand. Live bands absolutely shredding. DJs kicking us into the night. Fucking out there, we'll be dancing. And a good old-fashioned send, because it is a Swellian event after all. The Swellian Summit is a gathering of the tribe. We're going to load you up on the mana that you can take with you for the rest of your life to make good, healthy living a priority and hopefully share that wisdom that you've gained with other people in your hometowns. The inaugural Swellness Summit, presented by Greenlight, will take place this October 21 to 23. Tickets are available at theswellians.com. Get on it. They're selling fast. We'll see you there, Swellians and Swelliettes. Eat. Pray. Cone. The son of Bhagwan, the Vishnu of Vision, former world number one, Dean Dingo Morrison. How are you, buddy? Good, brother. Good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, going real well. <laughs> Heard you're on the uh, the foily program and not the little silver ones that cost 25 bucks from the back of the high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, I am. I've been loving it. What's uh, what's the appeal, mate? Because uh, foils cop a pretty hard, hard time from a lot of uh, core or self-proclaimed core lords out there. Mate, it's just I'm surfing when it's when it's two foot. I'm surfing all day, like you know, conditions that I wouldn't usually surf. I'm out there all day, so it's just like a new new lease on uh on surfing. Can't argue with that, mate. Oh, it's just a, mate. It's just froth. It's just you're frothing more in conditions that you wouldn't usually froth on. So I'm all about it. That's classy because <laughs> you are one of the gnarliest frothers I've ever met in my life. I would have thought you didn't need a a froth up. Uh, a pick me no. up for froth, but how how hard has it been, mate? In the in you know, like for for a lifelong surfer who is absolutely committed to vig, like 
Is it something that you you struggle with just to stay sort of pepped up and amped to surf? Um, I think so. Just like when the conditions are good, like it, it's easy. But when uh, when the conditions aren't that good, and you know, you kind of make excuses. Oh, it's not you know, it's not that great. Let's you know go do something else, whether it's golf or you know, something else. But mm. I've kind of found that with foiling, like I'll surf like four to six foot. I mean, four to six hours a day when it's when it's like two foot and clean and just kind of a bit fat where I wouldn't usually be too frothing on it. Mm. Mm. So it, it's, mate, I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, it's like I'm, a, like, a, like I'm eight, nine years old again and just found surfing and just surfing all day. <laughs> Classic, mate. Mantle, Dingo, Smithy here. How are you, brother? Good, Smitty. How are you, brother? Good, man. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear you doing well. Um, yeah. Mate, we've obviously got the Swellness Weekend coming up. You're going to be one of our guests. Uh, interested to know, man, like when you made that transition from being a professional surfer into ordinary life, uh, you know, what were some of the challenges that came with it? And what have you learned since, you know, hanging up the rashy and getting out of that high octane existence that is being a professional surfer? Mate, um, I think I was pretty lucky because I still kind of chased some waves around with Mark and Hippo. Yeah. So um, that the transition for me, I was still earning pretty good money, kind of uh, kind of chasing waves around. So it wasn't uh, the, the transition wasn't too bad. It was more so the just what in between you know because usually in between events we would that that was your time to kind of let go and have a good time so i kind of um i don't know i'm just trying to think back i think that's i mean when i fell off tour that's when i kind of hit i kind of started drinking and things like that so i'm probably making it sound a bit more polished than what it was you know it wasn't (laughs) Um, mate, I, uh, yeah, well, it, it's a common story. I mean, it's it must leave such a uh, uh, just so much free time on your hands. And you, if you haven't had the support networks and the training with how to fill those in between moments, as you said, um, you know, it, it can go a bit pear shaped, and it, it is something that we see happen a lot, uh, not just in the, the rungs of professional surfing, but just in uh you know, in the rungs of just working class people. I mean, I remember talking to you uh, years ago um, and you were talking about just learning to be still and mm. just, you know, not have to fill every moment with some, like consuming something or, or doing something like just that learning to be still, man, th- that is such a skill and it's so underrated in our culture. Yeah, and I think... Um the more that you try to fill them holes with things to do or, you know, people, places or things is what I was doing. You, uh, you really realize that you're looking for happiness outside of yourself. Mm. And uh, it's not until you do get still and you kind of are able to sit there with the uncomfortable emotions or things that have happened in your past that you kind of avoid to use them gaps to fill in and um 
I, that's what I've, I've found, you know, when I, but I think there was a, like, it wasn't just for me, the surfing thing that happened. There was a bunch of other things. Like it was a huge turning point in my life when I fell off tour um, to kind of dig deep and understand um, the way that I acted with certain things, you know, because I come from the tour and, you know, that's a lifelong goal that you have that kind of vision from when you're really young. So when I, by the time I got to 30, um, there was, I hadn't, well, that, that kind of uh, foundation that you kind of establish when you're younger hadn't really been established. It had been more established within the, the surfing community. And that's just for me personally. So it's got nothing to do with the surfing community. It just had things to do with how I was validating my myself mm. and it was always from outside influences mm-hmm. so once i did get still and that was kind of taken away that's when the all them things all the feelings from and traumas from when i was young started to come up and started to come out um and that's when i started i didn't know how to deal with it properly mm. Um, you know, that's where I did, I, I, I did go down a path of, um, of using, uh, alcohol and drugs to kind of, um, numb that feeling or didn't know how to deal with them emotions, you know, and I, like, um, you know, alcohol is always a good way to avoid, uh, how you're feeling. Mm. So I, um, I kind of used that for, for a long while until it didn't work anymore. <laughs> and then I uh, found myself where I was when I was 30, but with support around me that I could actually deal with them holes that I was trying to fill with everything out, outside of, of myself. I, I started, and as we talked about, being still helped me to let them things come up in a positive way and understand them in a way that I could change them habits with, with the tools that I found within, within groups and with, uh, with being able to have trust in people that had walked the same path as me, but had now been, had now come out the other side and, I really found that support and um, made it. And now, you know, um, it's not that I don't find a hard time. It's like I can, I can go into like a meditation and see that the struggle is within me. Mm. It's just not through outside influences and and that stillness that I find in meditation. I can, can't, I can see my own bullshit within a story that I'm telling myself where I'm struggling. Yes, bro. Fuck yeah, that's amazing. I mean, it's it's a crazy transition when you transition from a life of, uh, you know, for some people it's addiction to uh, alcohol or 
uh, other substances to medicate that pain. For me, it was addiction to anger and rage, you know, and, and conflict was, was like my way of kind of um, giving myself purpose or whatever. Um, but once you do eventually, eventually that, that lifestyle makes you very sick. And once you do sit still and uh, you just realize how much fucking pain you're in, um, and it's a, it's a gnarly kind of, I mean, for me, that was the process at the very start. I was like, wow, man, sitting in stillness, I realized I was in a, in a lot of pain and it was a quite long process to getting back to a place of where I could be still and calm, but fuck, it would have helped having support, which I, I didn't really have because it's just not the culture I'm in. I kind of had to one out it and, and just work my way through it. But now, I mean, the whole point of this Swellness Weekend is to create that support, to, to do all that work together, to normalize that culture of taking your, taking care of yourself without the, the piss and drugs. Um, and I mean, we just saw obviously Davo's passing and, and I don't want to touch too much on that, but there was the similar themes at play, you know, alcohol, drugs, violence, and it's just a constant thorn in the side of working class culture, of um, pr- pr- pro surfing culture it's always been there and it's kind of got to fuck off right now i reckon <laughs> yeah and that's it that's um that, that that's the sadness of looking for things outside of yourself because you know as surfers we we're so used to a moment being able to change the way we feel by catching a wave you know it's, mm. it's really easy for us to go out in the wave and feel really shitty but then to come in completely changed. So, you know, when there's no waves around or the season, I found that in, you know, in going to the pub and and, and uh, having a big night, you know, and um, that, and as you said, like Smitty, having that anger and that rage, that's, you know, that's, that's what's stopping us from our freedom. You know, but we got to go into that. Like, you got to jump into the frying pan to understand that. That's it, man. You fully yeah. do. Yeah, you, you, we were just talking about that before. You, you can't run from it. You know, mental health is not situational. You got to fucking turn around, get down low, and legs that Moses Leota coming straight at you, mate. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, and it's 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 true. You know, because you can sit there in your own head and come up with all sorts of fucking crazy ideas. And next thing you know, like, my good thinking fucking ends me up in a lot of trouble. Mm. You, know? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it might be a good idea to have a beer. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good idea. Next thing you know, it's fucking two days later. I'm fucking <laughs> all sorts. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I mean, that's so, it. Yeah. Man, you know, I love it. It was interesting, Dingo, what you said before about your goals when you were young. And, like, when you're young... And I think all of us are like this, you know, our goals are sort of wrapped up in what our view at that time of success, like what, what does success look like when you're 13? It's like to be a pro surfer, like as you get older and you're having a few wins, you're like, you know, uh, and, and this isn't related to pro surfing either. This is just in general, like across the board of society. Like it's, it's either to get a career that brings you fame or notoriety or, or, comfort or riches or but you know like it's all tied up in in what your version of success is at that particular age Mm. and what everyone is finding is that you know you get to sort of the middle part of your life and all those things that you were working for haven't made you any happier and and so there's this massive gap and this doesn't always end in drugs and alcohol alcohol but 
it can certainly lead to just depression and, and sort of like a feeling of being lost because all the things that you worked for that you thought would bring you happiness aren't bringing you that sense of satisfaction anymore. And so like your goals change to things like, fuck, I just want to get off the piss. I just want to, you know, I just want to look after myself and all this sort of thing, which I think feeds into what you were saying before, the support, the importance of having someone who can help you make those first steps. So mm. who was that for you? And, and how important was it to have someone there helping you, guiding you, like giving you the courage to go, fuck, I'm not just going to say I've got to stop doing this. I'm going to actually put the foot down and do the work. Um, mate, I, there was a bunch of people um, within the surfing community. I don't know if we can use uh, Tommy's name, but maybe ask Tommy if that's sweet. Yeah. Yeah, just, just Tommy's been – he's been like the Yoda in my life where he's just helped me through so much. And, and guys like Hog and just guys that are, have been have kind of walked that path, mm. and um, you know they really kind of they heard uh, what was happening and really rallied together and um, and uh, you know and I reached out to them and um, and I found the support with with with, it, with them guys that I could really kind of understand what was happening. Uh, in a level that was just manifesting, it was just festering inside of me, um, and it'd been it'd been there for a long, long time. And so, um, it, it 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 was just honesty, openness, and willingness that helped me through it. It was just being honest with myself and uh, not pointing the finger at someone else, or and going, oh, well, that's that fucking person done it to me, that relationship done it to me, whatever. It was actually, no, well, let's be honest and, you know, let's see what was happening with inside myself that I could then be responsible for it and then have the ability to change it. Because if, you know, we got no influences outside of ourselves. Like what happens with other people and things that, that happen? Like we can't change that. We can't control that. But what we can control is our reaction to it and how we can accept them situations. Mm. So with, you know, honesty is a huge start and realizing that you're sur- sur- you completely surrender to whatever's going to happen and have, have acceptance within it, then we can actually let go and just show up and, and be in that moment exactly the way that it is without any expectations. And with all the religious stuff like Buddhism, that's what it says. It's, you know, um, you, it's uh, just n- non-attachment. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, the Dowdy Ching, it, they, they all kind of point to the same place inside ourselves. And once you can kind of see that, that inside myself, there's, a place that actually doesn't get that doesn't have anger, violence, regret, all these things that I can just kind of go into that space and there's joy and happiness all the time. That all of a sudden you see that these sages, that's what they're pointing at. But we get so misconstrued, you know, no, this is the only way to God, whatever God is to you. No, this is the only way. You're like, well, but you can kind of see that 
I, you know, within the mind, there's them tendencies to make things that are identified or kind of that, oh, no, this is the only way. But I think that's what it, for me, that's what it is, just letting go of the mind and just knowing that there's something outside of the mind that I'm actually guided by and directed that is always will take care of me. Man, that is as well put as any religious scholar in human history. Just the the fact that there is just knowing that there is that place of joy and happiness inside of you and, and knowing that if you sit there and concentrate on your breath um, or, or do certain practices for long enough, you will reach there. It's it's inevitable that you'll hit that spot and, and you'll hit it under your own steam without having to reach for a bottle or a pill or whatever it is, mate, that is so fucking powerful. And that is the, at the core message of almost every ancient religion. Yeah. And you know, once, um, once you can kind of see that it's, it's from within that we, we, uh, we get that here. I'll read you this, this, um, I really love this quote. And, uh, Uh, Buddha says, if you meet me on the way, kill me immediately. immediately. Don't let me stand between you and the ultimate. The master knocks on the door and goes on knocking. The moment you open the door, the master will disappear. He will not stand in the way. This is the difference between the true master and the persuado master. The persuado master will stand between you and God. The true master will disappear. Mm. Mate, that that sums up fucking... Uh, pretty much every shitty religious scholar in human history has been standing in the fuck way. Get out of the way, cunt. Move away to enlightenment. Yeah. Uh, will the dingo scriptures be available down at Swellness, mate? Are we bringing down a, a, a truckload of them? Mate, as long as I don't relapse, I'll, I'll be back the old ways. <laughs> no chance, mate. No chance. Look, man, we're, we're just so thrilled to have you coming down. And I know that, you know, so many people who are going to be uh, joining us at the, you know, Waves Campground at Crescent Head on the October 21 to 23 weekend, you know, they spent probably a lot of their grommet hoods, you know, just, you know, properly with you, you know, supporting you, getting off on your surfing, loving your, your rail game, loving all these things about you. But like the fact that they're going to be able to share space and time with you and the wisdom, mate, that you've picked up on along the way. And that you'll be able to share that. I think I think that's going to be uh, such a big highlight for a lot of people. So so stoked you're coming, man. Yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked. I'm looking forward to it. Um, especially with, with you know, especially with you guys, you know, all growing up together, and and Tommy and Hog, and just people that have walked, have walked the path, and you know, have have a way out that that uh, that I look up to. Absolutely, man. Yeah, because people are still aspiring to, to live that lifestyle that you've lived. You've been through it. You've been out the other side of it. And, and you know, a lot of people are still barking up the wrong tree of uh, consumption and, and just trying to fill the void with, with, with shit. So it's going to be so good to hear from the Yoda himself, Tommy, and yourself, and Hog, and uh, all, the, all the rest of the crew who have lived this existence. And, and you know, you guys can bring back the the tales the knowledge from where this path leads because you followed it into the fucking darkness big time and you've emerged you're alive to tell the tale and fuck it took some courage man and, and vulnerability to to come out the other side of it so full credit to you and 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 
Tom and, and Hog and everyone else who, who's been down that path and emerged. Yeah, and that's and you know when you realise like when I went to when I found out that like drugs and alcohol are like ten percent of the problem. It's got it's barely got anything to do with it. It's more uh, it's more the stuff that's going on inside that I had to open up to. Then um, you know the journey kind of began and I uh, yeah I started blaming I stopped blaming other people and just took responsibility really. <laughs> Amazing, yeah, man. Unreal thing. Oh, it's so good to have a catch up, mate. And um, yeah, like I said, we're just frothing to get down there with you. Do a bit of fishing, do a bit of surfing, do a bit of Wim Hof breathing, get in the meditation zone with TVC. Oh, Don't forget the mozzie reggae. Oh, yeah. We'll be right into this. Fired up. It's going to be uh, sick. We've got the Maori Aussie reggae fusion, couple of iconic bands from uh, the south side of Sydney coming up to to get us uh, get us all iry eyed and throwing <laughs> shapes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be epic. On your dingo. All right, mate. Well, uh, enjoy the foils, and uh, we'll be talking to you real soon, brother. Yeah, boys. All right, love you. See ya. Love you, mate. See you, brother. Bye, bud. Shredheads, waxheads, kooks and barnies, corn rinses and vortex shamans, high priests of the cone zone, holy women of the monstro orb. It's time to pack your sleds, your fishing rods, your camping gear and your froth bucket. Chuck it in the wagon, point the thing for Waves Campground Crescent Head, because this October 21 to 23, the first annual Swellness Summit, presented by Greenlight, is going down. It's a weekend of surfing connection, brotherhood and sisterhood of learning, listening, and their transference of wisdom from all corners of the surfing experience. The goal of the weekend is to arm you with the knowledge and the tools to make good choices, healthy choices, choices that benefit yourself and others to reconnect with the natural world and even improve your surfing. Once there, you'll experience the regenerative, the regenerative, the regenerative, fuck, the, the regenerative powers of meditation with a three-time world champion and all-time froth lord, Tom Carroll. You'll practice the martial arts techniques behind Brad Gerlach's wave key. You'll learn of resilience and mental fortitude from the Swellian Queens, Jodie Cooper and Pauline Mensah. And you'll pick up tips on permaculture and sustainable farming with Asher Pacey and Jarrah Tutton. Richie Vass will be there teaching discipline, self-defense techniques, and Johnny Gannon and others will be loading up the body if you want to get fit as well. Telling you, it's that and a whole lot more. We'll be doing giant Wim Hof workshops. Wait till you get a room full of 40 people on the Wim Hof program. Fully in, let it go. You'll never feel the same. You will just be buzzing out of your skin. We'll have ice bars on hand. Live bands absolutely shredding. DJs kicking us into the night. Fucking oath, there will be dancing and a good old-fashioned send because it is a Swellian event after all. The Swellian Summit is a gathering of the tribe. We're going to load you up on the mana that you can take with you for the rest of your life to make good, healthy living a priority and hopefully share that wisdom that you've gained with other people in your hometowns. 
the inaugural Swellness Summit presented by Greenlight will take place this October 21 to 23. Tickets are available at theswellians.com. Get on it. They're selling fast. We'll see you there, Swellians and Swelliettes. Eat, pray, cone.